Okay, good afternoon everyone. We continue in the Yachas Haim of the Rosh. We are up to Ois Chaf Aleph. Again, the Yachas Haim of the Rosh, we saw from Rabbi Chesko Levenstein that there's a concept that the Rosh wrote it really for himself. So this is not necessarily um, according to the letter of the law or baseline halacha, but rather these are the pious practices that the Rush demanded of himself and for us to aspire and emulate. Okay, so we're up to Oishchafaf. Al Yidaber One should not speak between washing their hands and making Hamoitzi. Viyaktim Shalom Lechaladam. And one should advance greetings to all people, which includes a Gentile. Actually, that comes from the Rav Yochim and Zakai in the Gemara Brachas Daf that nobody ever greeted Rabbi Yochim and Zakkai before he first greeted them. And that's a pretty impressive uh, feat, as Rabbi Yochim Dessler writes in Mechtem Eliyahu, that Rabbi Yochim and Zakkai was so involved in learning, the Gemara says in Sukkah, Lohiniach Mikra, Mishnah, he learned all Kalatar Kula, and he's the Gadol Hadar, and he's the Rosh Sanhedrin at the time of the Chorban. And the whole responsibility for the Jewish people rested on his shoulders, and yet it never happened that he lost his vigilance to always greet the other person first, or even Anachri Bashuk. Question is, what do these two things have to do with each other? Don't speak between the Yadayim and Hamoitzi, and greet everyone first? I mean, these seem like uh, two random halachas that are being juxtaposed. The first thing we see from here is contrary to what people think, you are allowed to greet someone between Natilas Yadayim and making Hamaiti. That's what the Rush says. Don't speak between Natilas Yadayim and Hamaiti. And greet everyone first. That implies even between Natilas Yadayim and Hamaiti, greet everyone first. It's a very interesting halacha. Um. Now, regarding not speaking between the Tilsidam and Hamoitzi, that's not unanimous, by the way. It's brought in Arachayim, it's from Kuf Samachvav. Machaber brings two opinions. Some say that you don't have to be careful not to talk. You just can't get involved in uh, some kind of ASEC or some kind of other occupation. And... Um, but it would be permitted to talk. And then... The Mechaber brings the Yeshoimrim, which happens to be the opinion of the Rush, and that's what the Rush is saying over here, that you should be careful. Now, according to this latter opinion, the Mishnah Baruch says, even Sicha Muetes, even a small conversation, would be uh, prohibited. Now, in Rabbi Salel Jolti's uh, commentary on the Rush, that even this latter opinion, who says, uh, you should be careful. It's not meikar It's only a chumrah, and therefore it's pashut that you're allowed to greet somebody in between netilas yadayim and amaitzi. If let's say a rav walks into the house, you absolutely are you greet them between netilas yadayim and amaitzi, because according to the first daya you're allowed to talk, and according to the second daya um, it's only a chumrah ba'alma. Okay, now. Here's another halacha that is misunderstood. Bidiyavid, if somebody did speak randomly between the Tilsi Yadaim and Hamoitzi, as long as you were not Mesiach Das, it's not a problem. 
Now, very often, many people, oh, if they talk out, they go to wash again. Why in the world are they washing again? Where'd they get this halacha from? Let them reserve their no talking for the Beis HaKnesses. I think people have confused not talking in shul with not talking after the Tilsiyodayim. Not talking in shul is me'ikar hadin. Not talking after the Tilsiyodayim is a chumrah ba'alma. So if you only have within you a certain amount of non-talking ability, save it for the Beis HaKnesses. And if you need to converse at a not uh, acceptable time, save that for Natal Siyadayim. Again, it's better not to, but um, first of all, there are circumstances, again, you would be Shayel B'Shalayim somebody. And what exactly is the connection between Al Yedaber being Natal Siyadayim and being Maktim Shalom L'Chal Adam? It seems as follows. Remember, the headline of the Arches Chaim of the Rosh is, he says, Hadvarim she'yizar behem lasur mimoik she'maves v'leyar ba'arachayim. The things you should be careful to turn away from the pitfalls of death and to be illuminated in the light of life. Meaning there's certain minor infractions that are literally the pitfall of death and there's certain minor good customs that are the, really bring a great eternal illumination. And sometimes they seem to be somewhat contradictory. There are some times that not speaking is a trap of death, namely in between Natal Siddharma and Amoytzi. And sometimes greeting somebody, although it might seem innocuous and minor, is actually the, um, brings to eternal light. Okay, Oishchaf Beis. Bless your Creator that He satiated the soul that yearns. If people curse you or they shame you, don't respond. Be from those who tolerate. So again, the, the rush seems to um, join two unconnected ideas. One is to thank Hashem that He satiated your soul. And number two, don't curse someone and don't respond to insult. So let's talk about these ideas. The Ramban writes in Devarim that in the Midbar we didn't eat bread and we didn't drink wine. And the Ramban says from the time the man fell until we got to Edom, we didn't even eat bread at all. However, in the 40th year, as we got closer to human settlement, there were Adoimim, Mayavim, who would bring us bread and water, and the Gedoyle Yisra would buy bread, and they would eat Latainog, not to be satisfied, but to, just to enjoy. What is the Ramban talking about? The Gedoylem bought bread? You would think the Amei Haaretz bought the bread. And they didn't eat because they needed to, they ate for enjoyment. So doesn't that isn't that counterintuitive? If you would have expected a report about who bought the food that wasn't needed and who bought the food for the enjoyment, you would have thought it was the Ameha Aras. But no, that's not what happened. Only the Gedoyle Yisrael bought the bread as they were uh, near the land of Edom. So Rav Goldberg uh, explains in his commentary to Arches Chaim of the Rosh that... We know that the Rebbeinu created the world lehisaneg, as the Masil Susharm says. Adam nivra el ein Adam nivra elo lehisaneg. 
Now, the Mitzvah Hashem as Al Hashem, the true enjoyment is closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Hashem baseline created man for enjoyment. The purpose of the enjoyment is that we should recognize it and thank Him. Now, the Gedoyle Yisrael who, who ate the man recognized that their eating of the man was just to keep themselves alive, but they wanted to have enjoyment to be able to thank Hashem. So they were the ones who went out of their way to buy extra food that wasn't needed to enjoy, to be able to thank Hashem. But the regular folk who didn't feel they were on the Madrega to eat extra just to thank Hashem, they figured if they're going to buy extra food, it would be just to enjoy. So they didn't do it. It's an amazing thing that it comes out that the greater a person is, the more enjoyment they're allowed to have, provided that the enjoyment is in order to thank Hashem. So here the Ramban, the, the Rosh is saying, bless Hashem that He satisfied the soul that desires. Now, what is this referring to? So Chaim Kinevsky in his commentary to the Archas Chaim of the Rosh, he says this is referring to saying Berchas HaMazoin B'Kavana. That one should be careful. Levarich as boyroish has be a nefesh hakeka. But Rav Goldberg uh, does not accept that pshat because the focus of the words of the rush is not thank Hashem that he was masbia your goof, but it, rather he says al hasbas hanefesh, and he instead prefers to learn like Rav Chaim Velazhner and the Ruach Chaim who quotes Rav Chaim Vital. On the pasuk loyal alechem levado yichyeh adam, that God infused in food not only the ability to satisfy the physical guf, but to also sustain the neshama, because everything in this world needs food, physical and spiritual, and therefore, Hashem put in food the koyach that sustains not only the guf but sustains the ruach as well, and that's how a person is nourished. The physical component of the food nourishes his body, and the spiritual component of the food nourishes his soul. And this, Rav Goldberg says, is what the Rosh means, that you should thank Hashem when you eat, not only that He nourished your body, but He also gave uh, nourishment and kayak to your soul through the spiritual power which is attached to the food. Now, we'll speak tomorrow more about this concept to be among those who are insulted and not among, um, and not to react. But what does that have to do with Berchas Hamazain? So Goldberg explains that somebody who recognizes and feels that he is not entitled to anything in this world, and the food that Akash Baruch Hu gives him is a gift to satisfy his body that yearns and his soul that yearns. So that attitude will allow one to be min ha'ne'alavim But somebody who doesn't feel the need to show gratitude to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because they sort of take it for granted and they feel entitled to be able to eat, so that will prove to be very difficult um, to be able to tolerate insult and um, lack of kavod. Okay, we're going to hold it over here. Thanks everyone for joining. We'll see everybody, Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow, same time. Kol Tov, have a great night. Bye-bye.